Oh, I got his ass now. My bottle got stretched a little bit. You have to be fast in the track. I'm, I'm about to light this shit up. I feel like we had another one. I usually did the clap one. Oh, that's where yeah, you normally put in it. We switched <laughs> it up, guys. I'm back on the uh, on the mixer board right now. James is on the soundboard here. I'll turn yeah. my volume down. Yeah, turn it down. Well, we got show number 46, guys. We got Jeremy Smith, Jay Smooth coming on. Jay Smooth, um, Florida did, Zone. Did we make this name up? Who created his nickname, Jay Smooth? Dude, we couldn't have made Jay Smooth. I, I know. I we, didn't make Jay Smooth up. I always thought we just always call him Jay Smooth. I thought that's what he, his nickname was. I thought. I guess maybe I thought maybe it is. I don't know. Let's, we just let's, always let's, call let's him ask that. him. I saw someone ask what where you got the nickname Jay Smith. That'd be epic if you. I think I got it from you. You you called him that. I don't was that, maybe I was. Create, I don't think you probably created it. Someone must have else created it. I would guess. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, we got Jay Smooth coming on the show. Jay Smooth. He did. He's been riding super well lately. He's been really hot. Like I mean, we were gonna talk to him about it, but like lately he's been progressing. I would say pretty consistently. And um, Tori's turning my headphone volume up right now. Oh, You're sorry. down here, buddy. Oh, I'm down this one. There you go. Yeah, he's been slowly just progressing consistently, go. and I mean, he's one of the top dogs now. It's yeah. cool to see. Two podiums in Sarasota and a silver medal to Connor at National Champs. It's yeah. legit. That's good. And like even before that, yeah, he's been making more podiums on the USA BMX circuit. In Australia, he was in the semifinal. He was running hot laps there. So yeah, he's been quick. Yeah, he's been really quick. Yeah, he's yeah. been going good. It's it's cool to see someone like that do well. Yeah, um, definitely. Is yeah. Corsa his company? I don't think so. So you... I think you've mentioned that, but no, I don't think it is because Corsa has been around. I think I looked it up since like 2010, so he's 2011. Just sponsored by them. I think he's just sponsored by them. And I think he's just got everybody on board and maybe he gets a cut of it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's got one of those uh, promo codes. Help people out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thanks to ProGate Europe. Winning starts the great gate. Jay Smooth. Jay Smooth has been popping some off, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's been having some good ones. Yeah. Some good ones. Sarah's, he's been quick. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't surprised to see him on the podium in uh, Sarasota. I wouldn't have been surprised if he won either. No, not at all. He might get a win this year. I, I wouldn't doubt it. He might get a win this year. Yeah, I wouldn't I be think, surprised. I think he could get a win. Yeah. Bring it to one of the Supercross tracks. I think that yeah. seems like he's better at. Yeah. yeah why not? Yeah. Uh, also, motorsheets.com. If you guys are looking for a timing and score, scoring system made quick and easy, you guys need to go check out our friends at motosheets.com. Get some, you know, if you want your lap time to get faster, you need motosheets.com. You know, start working on those laptops. They can time you around the golf course. They can time you to see how long your golf round takes. <laughs> Speaking of which, how did the golf round go? We'll just get right into we'll it get right in that into part. It. I want to know. So you were talking first golf tourney this past week. How'd it go? Golf tourney. So I got there, like, I woke up. I woke. I was nervous. I was mm -hmm. nervous. So I woke up, got there like an hour before, checked in, whatever, was hitting putts. And let me tell you, best session I've had on the driving range ever. Really? I was just flushing it. <laughs> I was so focused, had my headphones in. I was just flushing it. That would have felt really good. Yeah. And my, my dad came and uh, followed me around for the whole round, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, good on Greg. Yeah. Good didn't hit a very good first tee shot. Just went to hit an, a nice, easy iron off to get it in play. Kind of towed it a little bit, but I got it. I just got it in play. Yeah. Yeah. Three putt bogey at the first hole, but it's fine. How how nervous were you on the first? I was box? nervous. Yeah, yeah, I was nervous yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I was most nerve wracking golf shot I've ever had because it's literally li literally like Tori Nyhog or from uh, BC Vancouver region Tori Nog and everyone just claps around. They gave you this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's so claps. cool. Yeah, yeah. And then do a couple awesome. warm up swings and just go up and swing. That's pretty cool. It's cool they did that. They made it like official like that. Did the whole start and everything. Yeah. It's been a while since I've done anything competitive. Like yeah, I've been racing a couple of years now. Yeah, fair. And so I hadn't been like doing anything competitive. So it was really fun. Yeah. Um, one of my biggest things was I was like, before the round, no matter how bad a hole gets, just don't triple bogey. Like just get a double and move on. Because I was, fair. 
I was thinking like I had a few practice rounds before mm-hmm. and I was like, if I, even if I get a couple doubles or whatever, I can still score pretty well. Yeah. Ended up shooting 88 and the winner shot 86 in my division. So That's I, pretty good. Yeah. So I lost by two shots, but you know what? Was, yeah. Oh, thank good you. Job. Thank That's you. impressive. The two practice rounds before I shot 86 and 84. So 88, it's okay. Like, especially yeah. the first time, uh, in a in like an actual competition, whatever. in a tournament environment a tournament, with yeah. the nerves, a little it's bit. a lot different. Putting yeah. is way harder. That I think way I feel like harder. that would be the hardest part. Yeah, is the putting because like I hit the ball really well and ball striking was fine. It's whatever. Yeah. Once I got after the first hole, it was normal, and I hit the ball really well. But putting was really tough, and because it's winter, the greens weren't like great. Great it was hard shape. to make anything. Yeah. Yeah. When they're not smooth and stuff, it's like, it feels like the ball is just inconsistent where it goes. It was really tough. Yeah. yeah so. Um. A couple holes I could have come unraveled. I made a couple huge messes, but just double bogey to move on. <laughs> just move on, get past the hole, you're good. I put a couple in the water and one in a fescue hazard had to drop, which sucks. But you just got to take your medicine, you know. Just take it and go. Got to take your medicine. Take it and move on. It's golf, baby. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, good for you. That's a good job. Yeah, so I want to do another one. There's one this week, but it's a private course. I haven't played, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, it's fair. They might yeah. wait till the spring summer, so the conditions are a bit better. Yeah, because I mean, one, if you don't know the course, too, it's going to be so hard. And like you it's said, tough. if it's just sloppy right now, it's so cold out I there. Know. Yeah, I know. So yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um. Oh, birthday shout out! I can give a birthday shout out to my dad. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Dad! Happy birthday, Mark! Yeah. Do you listen to these? Uh, he listens to all of them. Yeah, he Happy always birthday, listens. Mark. Always like, oh yeah, good show. I like that part about this. So yeah. what are you guys doing for his birthday? Uh, well, right now I'm kind of here podcasting, so <laughs> maybe <laughs> like we'll, in general, we'll, you going for we'll, dinner or something? Yeah, I'll probably go for dinner this week sometime. Yeah, cool. So sounds good. Uh, Wait. you got some camp dates, camp dates, some Torinog riding camps. Heck yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I sent flyers to most of the tracks now so that it should be coming out with, um, registration and stuff. Um, you're going to register with the track directly, but I'm doing a bunch of camps this year. So I'm excited. That'd be great. So Cochrane, my first one, June 13th, 14th, Alberta, then Edmonton the following weekend, nice. 20th, 21st. Those are two places, two great places to go Two to really camps. good places, yeah. 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 And then July 4th, 5th, in Victoria BMX uh, on the island. And then I'm going to Ontario that week, actually. So okay. July 6th, I fly to Ontario, and I'll do the 7th at the Falls BMX, um, the 9th at Stouffville, and then I'm waiting for a track to get back to me about the 8th, so we'll see how that goes. Right on. Uh, July 18th, 19th in Cumberland, Coal Hills BMX on the island. Back to the island. It's always good. Back to the island. August, August is busy. Is August it? is busy. So that's, when, that's when it gets busy. Yeah, August is busy. August 1st, uh, 1st and 2nd in Quebec, Kay. Mont du Lac. Yeah. Uh, 4th, 5th in the P and BMX in Ottawa. 8th, 9th, Ridge Meadows. 11th, 12th, Red Deer. 15th, 16th, Surrey at Action BMX. Um, and then me and James are doing one together. August 25th, 26th in Stony Plain. I'm back. You're back, baby. <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> and then August 28th, 29th, I'm doing one in Squamish. And then I'm going to the Paralympics the next day with Toyota. Really? So big summer. Holy big smokes. Summer. Big summer. Where's a round of applause one for that one big again? Because holy smokes. Yeah, that's a big summer. I know. I've got a bunch of riding camps planned, so I'm stoked. I'm glad we get to do one together. Obviously, you're, yeah. hopefully you're very busy in the summer prepping for a little tournament in August. Hopefully. That's yeah. like, yeah, that's, that is the plan yeah. here. So let's hope for that. We're going to do... Do the camps together, at Edmonton and Cochrane, but you got your Olympics to focus on. So yeah, so let's I hope mean, I can hope I can be busy that time. Of course, of course. So yeah. hopefully you're very busy. But yeah, I got a bunch of riding camps this summer. Stoked. It'll be fun. That'd be really good. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, guys, go take part. There are a lot of fun. You're gonna learn a lot. Yeah, like I said, register the track directly. Uh, I've sent flyers to the track, so they'll be coming out with flyers and accepting registration soon. And I'll also post a save the date uh, flyer soon on my athlete Facebook page. So keep an eye out for it. 
Just a content guy, man. Just a big content guy. Just a big content guy. (laughs) But yeah, I'm going to the Paralympics with Toyota end of August. That's really cool. Yeah, first week of September. Yeah, for like four or five days. What do you get to do there with him? I don't know. To be honest, I think just just the global ambassador. Yeah, so I think we'd probably go around, uh, watch some events and probably meet some people. Meet some incredible athletes, share stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be be really really fun. I don't think I've ever seen a Paralympic event in person. That's fair. I, I can't say I have either. So it'll be it'll be really cool to see. Right on. Yeah, it'll be really I must cool. say, speaking of Toyota, your little uh, story where you did the uh, throwback to the time trial songs. Oh, that, did you like that one? That was fantastic. Yeah, did you like that one? Yeah, that yeah. was fantastic. I thought about it a couple of days before, but I think I did a different story. So I was like, oh, I'll save it for Monday. Dude, it took me like fucking 45 minutes to do it. <laughs> it took me forever to do. So That's I, really Because I remember like, I have such a good memory with that stuff. I remember okay. so many people's time trial songs. <laughs> And I thought it'd be fun just, you know, cause most people remember and yeah. I kind of felt nostalgic doing it just cause it brought back so many cool memories from when I first started racing world cups and all those years and whatever. I can imagine. Yeah. So it's cool. Like I hear like often now I'll hear a song and I'll think of who wrote to it all the time. Yeah. You're like the throwback song. You're like, who's time trial song? Was I know. This? And yeah, I got yeah. a bunch of good uh, messages about it. people thought it was really fun to do and stuff. And it was cool to see which rider people guessed. A lot of people were wrong. A lot of people were right. It was kind of funny. That was pretty cool. Yeah, was I had funny. a few where I guessed wrong too. Yeah, I was like, hard. I don't actually know who this was. And I, I thought, I know a bunch more, so I think I'm going to do it again next week. You should. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, so Houston. Houston. Touch base on how Houston. Was, yeah, how was Houston? Houston was, um, it was a lot colder than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Yeah. It was a little chilly there. Uh, it rained a bunch when we were there too, but luckily no flooding, so we could still ride the track and whatnot. Um, impressions on the track are, I think it's kind of weird. Uh, the hill, like obviously yeah. they clearly put a lot of money into the facility, but I think the track didn't get enough focus as much focus as it needs. In what way? In what way? It's like the first turn, um, it's asphalt and yet it is extremely bumpy. Like oh, I'm talking like super bumpy coming out of the first turn. Like I, I heard my bike clanking around the first day of practice and I thought something was like coming loose. Is that bumpy? Yeah, I was, I'm surprised. Like I heard it was bumpy and obviously when it's asphalt, like you're like, okay, whatever. can't be that bad. But it was, yeah, it was surprisingly bumpy. How's the rest of the track? Soil tax and whatnot? It's soil tax. So it's like smooth and whatnot, but I don't know. It just, it didn't feel like it flowed very well after the second turn. Um, You got a short first straight with only two jumps, which I mean, isn't the end of the world. Not my preference, but not the end of the world. And then once you come into the turn, obviously uh, at the USA BMX race, they didn't have any airbags or hay bales or whatever. Um, up along the tough inside, blocks. Any tough blocks. <laughs> so it was wide open on the right side. If you're so, which was the inside going into the turn. Um, so that was a little weird. First of all, I'm surprised they didn't put any tough blocks. They usually do. I know. Well, at least normally a cone or something for USA BMX. But I know obviously for Worlds or something, they're probably put a tough block, oh, like a big airbag. 100%. Yeah, because we'll put a word wide. in corporate. Don't worry. You put a word in first because <laughs> it's wide open. And then, yeah. So you come out of the first turn. They got a small setup jump, which is pretty kicky. And then fine size pro jump into the big triple into the second turn. And it's just kind of awkward, to be honest. Um, I think for the guys, it's it creates a couple options. If you're in leading, you can triple it, which is fun. I did that once. It was really fun. If you're not in lead, you're most likely going to be pulling into it and then just jumping or whatever. Yeah. Um, but for the girls, it was it's kind of terrible because it's a little too tall for most of them to pull into. So a lot of them are twoing in, and then they just launch out of the triple. Because the backside's pretty steep, and it's super tall. They can't pump it properly, so they end up just launching into the turn and just sweet. Yeah, like it's. I think they should change it because it's really bad for them. But passing wise, like there's room to pass on the track, isn't there? A little bit. I mean, like the second straight, it's kind of the way it's built. It's really wide on the left side where you don't need to be, which creates an opportunity for somebody to go around. 
But at the same time, I mean, it's a long way around to get there. Yeah. Uh, I think there was passing on the second half of the track, but it just doesn't flow very well. Like, I don't know if you've seen the videos, but yeah. like the rhythm, it's just like, it's really chunky. That's how I describe it as chunky. It's weird. It looks good on, it looks aesthetically good. Yeah. I haven't wrote it, obviously. But. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just chunky. I don't know. I don't yeah, know how know. else to explain yeah, it. Yeah. Just a little bit weird. And yeah. yeah. Like there were definitely passes going on and I don't think there's, it's not like a track you can't pass on. Yeah. I just think they didn't build it to flow very well. Yeah. So. At least yeah. one national champs. It's so weird. Weird, right? <laughs> so Her and Connor weird. winning national champs. Weird. Yeah, Connor looked good. Good day for him. Yeah, they both kind of just dominated. They did yeah. their thing and they took took it. So friend of the show, Jay Smooth. Jay like Smooth said, up on the medal. podium. Yeah, dude, Riley House rode really well. Almost put it in the podium. I thought he was going to get a podium. I know. Straight I thought up. he did too. Yeah, because he he whole shot at one of the rounds. I think second round or something in yeah, the he motos. Looked good. He was fast. Dude, the U.S. has some good up-and-comers now. I'm excited. I really, I, I agree they do. Yeah, he's good yeah. to watch, too. They got him and Cam Wood, like Cam Anthony Picardo. Yeah, they're really quick. And, like, Cam Wood's got a couple podiums in Elite now. He's popping them off. Yeah, Cam Wood's really good. Yeah, obviously, you can see the other guys. Like, yeah, they got some good riders coming up, for sure. Cam and uh, Riley are the same age, aren't they? Um, You know, I think they might be, yeah. Similar, anyway. I think they might be, yeah. I think, yeah. But yeah, the second day was really cool to see Romain win. Friend of the show. He's Friend a brother of the, show, of the brother of the show. He's a brother of the show for sure. Yeah, it was cool to see him win. That was cool. Like, yeah, he's so he fast and he held the inside line and he just Yeah, he it killed him. So he's a horse, man. He can win anywhere. It's incredible, yeah. Just waiting for him to win a World Cup. It's gonna happen. Just waiting. It's gonna happen one of these times. It's probably gonna happen when he's out in six or it's eight. Probably it's gonna, gonna be happen. in Paris. Probably gonna be in Paris. Like, it's probably likely. gonna be next year in Paris. <laughs> 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 I could see him winning Papandal. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I he's really fast there too. He's really good at just like once he gets going, like after the kink, he's like Neek. He can just start like dropping the hammer and he just goes. Speaking of which, I saw the new uh, picture of Poppendal. There's not much room to pedal after the first jump now. No, I, well, I haven't seen the new, I've, I've seen like the new roller. jump on the side of a background. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. I haven't seen a good video of it yet. They got like a roller after the first jump or something. Yeah. They tried to make it like, well, at first it was a pump, pump, pump. And now they changed it. So I think it's a jump. I haven't seen the video, like I, I said. I would hope so. But you're right. It's probably not going to be much pedaling no, after. No, it's not as open to the f anymore. That was kind of the coolest part about Papa They had the best first straight yeah, just out of all fucking let the dogs eat. Let them out. Let them eat. Just let the kids have a it's dig. Like, that was the sickest first straight. You literally couldn't go fast enough. Honestly. You could never go fast no, enough. No, <laughs> seriously. Uh, like just go all out. Just whatever you got. doesn't put, matter. Put the 50-18 on or 51-18 and just thing, have a dig. You didn't have to think on the jumps. You literally just push down and pedal as hard as you can. That's, that's so cool. Honestly, yeah. And there's no other tracks that had that. No, that's the best drag race in BMX yeah. right there. If only all first rates were like that one, I'd be very much okay. <sighs> Nick would be stoked. He would be so <laughs> stoked. Him and Romain would be putting the big gear on all the time, <laughs> taking eight. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. Have, the World's there is next year, isn't it? World's yeah, next year. 2021? Yeah. Um, is it? Yeah. I just uh, got an email. I'm going to do the color commentary for the world champs this year again. Right on. I know. So I'll be in the booth again this Hell year. Hell yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, That'll so be fun. We'll do the Riders Corner at the World Cups. But then, yeah, I'll do color commentary at the World's with Rich. Nice. Rich Eames. Yeah, it'll be fun. That'll be good. You guys are good together. Yeah, it'll be cool. Yeah. I'm yeah, looking forward to it. That's fun. You enjoyed it last time, huh? Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun. Right on. Um, Sylvan's social media check-in. Well, I think we all know what the social media check-in is. If you missed this, was it last week? If you missed this last week, I don't know where you were. The Keeman Brothers new rap video, dude, fantastic. This is absolutely hilarious. I wanted to call them up, but obviously we're recording in the evening, so it's there in the middle of the night. So. Should we should we give it a play for everybody? Yeah, play it. That's all right. Let's give it a play. Fucking pretty funny. It is. Turn the volume up here. GK NK two four three three one three. Take, take one, one. Take, take one. one. Oh, <laughs> right. You ready? Let's go. 
in three, two, one. In the freaking fan, work my bro to the track. And we got a Mabel's laying in the back. I want a whole shot like Nick Long. You better be ready when the lights go on. But I got more skills. Too bad those things don't pay the bills. Just be calmer before you start T-boning like James Palmer. <laughs> Kidding James, just making fun. One of those things we've all once done. You have to be fast on the track. Hey, pay attention, Nicolima in the back. Take it easy, it's all fine. I slid out on the finish line. TT Terry in an announcing booth. <laughs> Probably tell you the French are smooth. Maybe <laughs> said, Ale, Ale. Come back, maybe self and Andre. But it's windy, eh? Ivan said it's okay. 11, bringing the heat. Oh man, I love this beat. Young shit, B or Rick Ross. In Dutch, we say, Feet cross. Tuesday, where you at? Come and beat you with his pedals flat. Who's there? It's Sky White. Walking around with his Gucci slides. Pablo, I love that track. Oh boy, I got your back. Sidewind, that's quack. I'm starving, let's go to the Mac. I would like one Mac croquette. Hmm, more than one, get Raymond Mac. It's race week where the ride is at. At the coffee shop with the white flat. Boom! <laughs> First take, I lunch only. Oh, okay. I have so many questions. Honestly, though. Like, I don't know how. First of all, who? where do they get the idea first, to do this? First of all, how do you get the idea? Second of all, where did you film it? Where did you get a green screen? <laughs> Where's the green screen come from? <laughs> I have no idea. Dude, it's, we need more of this kind of stuff in that, BMX. Like, outside the box, just funny shit. Straight up. It like, made my week. Yeah, that was absolutely hilarious. It was so good. Even like watching the video and everything. Like, I don't know where they got some of these videos to. I don't know. But, I like yeah. when they're like, we Michelle. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like recognizable across BMX. That's, yeah. That's so epic. I know. So you know what? Kim good job, boys. boys. Good, good job. job. We, we're, kudos for the video. That was hilarious. Really good job, people. Yeah. Um, our merch is coming soon. I put a story out today. Got my new iPhone case. Dude, it's really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's two iPhone cases available. Yeah. There's the... Uh, I don't know if it's a softer one and then the harder one. Yeah. So I got the harder one. And it's honestly really good. And we got Android cases too. And I got, oh, the, sh I got, got the shirt. I got the shirt right here. This is the first uh, run of the shirt. We need to fix it. We fixed the logo a bit, but this is yeah. the first run. So I can nice, show you. It's just white tea, coffee chatter on it. Pretty yeah. basic. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Yeah. Basic. Let's, we see, let's see the material. Yeah. Check them too. I would like to get some oh, more. Oh, it's, it's, it's not bad. It's not like that heavy cotton. It's, it's like not the worst thing ever. No, no. It's not the worst thing. No. Okay, want... people, we don't have like designer shit. So no, don't no. be expecting like. We cannot, we're, we're not really creating the shirts. We put our logo on a shirt. Honestly so. though, it's not bad. Like, yeah, no. I wish we could put more logos, like change the designs up a bit, but we'll get there. Yeah. We'll, but we'll get there. honestly, the iPhone case is really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really that's, good. That's yeah, pretty yeah, awesome. It's really good. So keep an eye out for that in I, the next few weeks. We're going to try to do a yeah. drop soon. Yeah. We'll do it in the next few weeks. We kind of just wanted to make sure things were okay, but yeah. we got, we got mugs, cases, we got comforters. Blankets. We got the works. We got socks. We got socks, <laughs> hoodies, shirts. Yeah. We got it all. People get what, those Whatever you ready. need. You need a Christmas present for your brother? We got you. Okay. We got something on there. <laughs> uh, uh, I thought of this rant, but it's not very good. You want to skip the rant for now? Yeah. We, it's I time mean, to call Jay Smooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's called Jay Smooth. The rant's not very good. That's fine. It is yeah. time to call Jay Smooth. We're going to get Jeremy Smith on the line right now. Uh, I'm looking forward to having him on, like you said. I know. It is going to be fun. I got to actually get Fuck, his what's number. His crew here. number again? You, uh, you want me to find that out? For it's a you three right digit. Now? I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, now you're making me look. It's 256, 259. 259? Okay. I don't actually know now. We probably just said it completely wrong. Let me look it up. You look it up while I'm trying to get this set up. People are like, hurry up. Jay Smooth. 
What's his current number? Fucking hell. Oh, I'm going to zoom in on his Instagram. Oh, it's a video. I can't see. <laughs> I don't know what his current number is. 259. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what I thought. You know what? I'm having this issue are you guys again. The, you guys the same age? I think we are. So he's 26 this year. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having this problem again where I, uh, oh, come on. People are going to hate me because I could just call him, but it's not uh, working right now. Oh, Kimmy. Kimmy wants an iPhone case. He does, hey? Yeah, Kimmy wants an iPhone case. I gave him the stickers. Kimmy 11. Oh, here we go. Oh, we got a factory sticker deal with Kimmy, I saw. Yeah. Oh, you can get stickers on the merch site, too. Can we get stickers, too? Do we have stickers there? For we do. Yeah, we yeah, do we have, have stickers. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh, why is this such a process? Yeah, phone him up already. What the fuck are you doing? The problem was we use FaceTime audio here and I didn't have FaceTime audio set. I I don't want to talk about it. Does he not have an iPhone? No, he does. I was messing up here again. Okay. You got it? Pretty much there. I'm like, I'm good now. You ready? Yeah. All right, let's get him on the line. That took way too long. I'm sorry, guys. Fucking painful. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? Jeremy, what's up, man? Oh, shit. I'm on coffee chatter. Jay Smooth, you're on, buddy. You're live. <laughs> uh, I made it. We can just yeah. feel your excitement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for real. This is like, it feels like an honor to be on here because, like, everyone that's been on is, like, pretty much legend status or, like, super up and coming. And then I feel like there's me just. I don't know. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> so I feel it's an honor for real. Oh, uh, dude, we're stoked to have you on, man. Like, first of all, Thank really, you. really good job these last few races, man. You've been killing it. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. How was, uh, I guess you got two podiums of Sarasota and a silver medal this past weekend in Houston. So let's go back to Sarasota. It must've been cool. Cause it's one of your home tracks, right? Yeah. I live like, um, an hour from there. So, since Oldsmar has been closed, yeah, that's pretty much my home track now. Besides Tampa, but Tampa is just a normal track. What's the deal with Oldsmar? Like, I heard it was because of the hill was all janked <laughs> There's up, There's always right? fucking issues there, I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, like, I mean, it's been a while, and I was out there practicing, and I noticed they had, like, these little, like, measuring tape-type things across all the blocks like you know how there it's a block hill yeah yeah so like where the blocks are separated there was like little measuring tapes so like they're measuring to see if the blocks were like expanding apart and then like i rode twice and i seen them on there and then like after that it was closed down Jesus. So, so the hill's obviously like it, shifting or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> well, that's fun. <laughs> it's coming down. <laughs> Sarasota's a cool track, though. I only rode it for the World Cup that one time, but uh, that's a good track to train at. Yeah, it definitely has made me a lot better, I think, because I live a lot closer to Oldsmar, and Sarasota's kind of one of those tracks where you can't just like show up and chill. Like, if you're gonna ride it, you gotta you gotta ride that bitch. <laughs> Yeah, the second straight, the lip is so so steep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. tough. That was a tough one in racing. You had to go slower to go faster almost. I even thought the rhythm section too. Like when it yeah, had the three hard. rollers going into, that was really tough to keep your speed going through there. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah, it's yeah, it kind of strange. What I hate about that place is I don't know how you deal with the lighting issues there. I can never see that orange dirt, man. Oh yeah, it's so bright. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. What I especially what if, the sun's, with, if, if the sun's setting behind the first turn yeah well, yeah. yeah 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 like when it when that sun's coming down you just gotta ride second straight pretty much you just go you just go off the philo meter on the first <laughs> straight <laughs> yeah. your eyes closed and ride 
Um, how is it racing at home on, on that weekend? Just some family and stuff come out and watch? Um, no. Well, my brother made the trip because I'm from Ohio. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, we were gonna get no family that. came. Yeah, no family came. My brother, besides my brother, so it was me and him, and he got to come stay at my house for the first time since I moved. So it was a good time. Wow. How's your guys' training group in Florida? Because Suze is there, and you, got, you guys got some fast dudes there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's awesome. I couldn't really, like, I felt like that was something I was really missing is just having, well, I mean, man. I can't. We. I've always had like a good group of guys where I've been, but definitely with Souza and my coach Domingos, and then I'm always having people stay at my house. So we always are just pushing each other each session and getting good gate sessions in. And then like people like Josh McLean, they come and go a bunch. So it's really good. Yeah, it kind of seems like you guys have just kind of grown this like little program in there in Florida with like you guys, and you guys always have the Japanese guys come there. It seems like, and I mean, I think that's probably the best thing for training is to have like a a group of riders like that, where it's like even if you're having a bad day, you have enough people that are pushing that you can just kind of boost your your uh, your spirits back up and just get into it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 super good to get on the A meter and you know line up between fast guys because that's something like. like it's just, yeah, it's super good for going into races. And for a while before I was training with Soza, I was kind of just doing my own thing. And, like, I was just getting gates off the 8-meter, you know, by myself. But that doesn't – I mean, it's good, but it's definitely way better to get on the gate with a group of people and you really just got to go a little harder or you're going to get cut off. <laughs> before Before we get into your background, we were talking about the – the Houston track before you came on. What do you think about it? Um, well, when I first <laughs> went there, when I first went there last year, the first day I rode it, I was pretty bummed on it. I didn't really like it, but the more I rode it, um, I guess the more I liked it. And I guess everything could always be better, but it, it is what it is. And I think it makes for pretty decent racing actually, but, yeah, I wish there was like some a little bit bigger jumps, like on the first straight and on the second straight. But I don't know. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of where they put all that money into the facility, and then it just seemed like there's things about the track that weren't as perfect as you think they would be. And like for me, it was just like the first turn being as bumpy as it was. Yeah, so the first turn was actually better this weekend because they sealed it. So like last year, it was kind of like chipping up. So there was a lot of loose blacktop, and it was pretty sketchy. But, yeah, it's it's definitely not the best first turn I've been around. Do <laughs> you think it'll be good for the Worlds? Uh, I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have, a, you have a spot for the Worlds already? How does it work for the U.S.? Um, I think after the national champs, I might have secured my spot, but it's not a, a definite thing. Yeah, so you'd hope a second national yeah. just we get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys had one hell of a battle at that race, I must say. Between you, you had uh Jetty Bear up there, then uh Riley House race. too. Like that was a good race. Yeah. Really good race. That got tight down the rhythm yeah. section. We had to bump Riley a little bit, like he was coming over. That got sketchy. 
Yeah, he stuck his elbow out and was like, no, you're not going by. And like, <laughs> I kind of I kind of tucked my elbow in and like I just had some speed and held on to it. So I, yeah, I, I had to I had to fight for that one. For I sure. saw the podium picture before I saw the video. And I was watching the video out of the first turn. Jet was in second. He was in second, right? Yeah, he was yeah, in second. He was in second. Turn. I was yeah, like, how the fuck did he not podium? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice second turn. Yeah, that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so let's get into your background a little. Where'd you? So you grew up in Ohio, right? Where'd you grow up, and how'd you get into BMX? Yeah, I grew up in Dayton, Ohio, and um, my dad raced motocross. And good when man. I was <laughs> good man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he named me after uh, Jeremy McGrath, actually. Hell yeah, oh, hell absolute yeah. legend. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, a lot of people don't know that. I mean. I'm pretty sure that's true. I mean, he hasn't told me he's joking yet, so I'm sticking <laughs> with it. <laughs> but, yeah, my older brother, Josh Smith, he raced a little before I was even born. And then, like, when I was born, he was still racing. But when I was, like, two, three years old, he had kind of quit and was doing other sports. But he always still rode and I was just into bikes, like I was into motocross, BMX, all that. And my mom used to take me, me and him to the track during the summer when I was like four years old, and we would ride from sun up to sundown, like every day. It seems like. No, oh, that's cool. So when did you yeah. start going to to nationals and all that kind of thing? Um, I started racing when I was five. And I turned expert super quick within like seven or eight months. And then I think my first national was seven expert at Rockford, actually. Oh, the rock. Check. The rock, yeah, yeah. Yeah. James, you ever go to I was rock? back when it was yeah. like, Rockford was like legend, legendary back that, then. That was the big one, That was it? the spot. Yeah, 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 that was the spot. Yeah. Yeah, I went there for the first time when I was like probably 12 or something. Yeah, the first yeah, turn was a hell of a sprint. <laughs> the first turn was called like Bermzilla. It was like the biggest <laughs> turn in BMX. <laughs> that was such a fame. Like people, all Europeans and stuff, they wanted to go race Rockford. Like That's Sam crazy. wanted to race Rockford when he first came over. Nowadays, yeah, that turn that, looks tiny. Yeah, yeah. So now, nowadays, the track is like a goat trail. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um, how old are you, by the way, Jeremy? I'm 25. Oh, so okay, we're the, we're the same age. Yeah, yeah. that's why I kind of thought. Yeah. So then, as you got older and stuff, did you chase nag plates in the U.S. and that kind of thing? Yeah, unfortunately, I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, we can get into that later, but yeah, I always just raced. I raced kind of more NBL because there was more NBL nationals. Oh yeah, yeah. From where I like close to where I lived, but I always did ABA too. Like. I did both and um, kind of from the ages, I would say t 11 to 15, I was kind of just a chubbier kid. I didn't have, I'd had no sprint at all, just like a decent slingshot, but I had track speed because I always rode trails and skate parks. So I would always start from the back and kind of work my way up and I always got a nag number. It was usually like nag ten or nag nine, but I, I managed. I managed to get one. I think. I think often the kids who don't necessarily win everything growing up turn out to be really good in pro because you learn how to really race, and then your horsepower comes later. Oh yeah. 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 You, feel, you feel like that uh, was kind of your deal? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, like when I first started racing, like since my mom always took me out to the track, like I, I didn't lose a race until I turned like a local race until I turned expert. So, and then even when I turned expert, I was still winning. So when I was like five to seven or eight, nine years old, like I won a lot. And then it was once like some kids are starting to go through puberty. I was like a super late bloomer. So like I was started getting smoked. I, like I said, I was kind of chubby, had no sprint, just worked, worked my way off, worked my way off the track speed up front. And I was usually, I could usually make the main and maybe pull like a top four and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm a big believer that's like at the people that like work on their skills at a younger age and then develop the power later on become better riders like in For the sure. future totally because yeah. like I always feel like a lot of times with like the top guys in the U.S. who seem to like win everything when they got older, let's say like 14 to 17, 18, whatever. It seems by the time they get to pro and they realize it's like how hard it really is, like they just they kind of just drop off the face of the earth, whatever. Like they stop yeah. racing and yeah, it yeah. happens often and. Um, it's hard when you're a teenager too. Like I was a bit of a late bloomer too. I only got bigger when I was like 15, 16, but when I was 12, 13, 14, I was pretty small and it's tough because if people, if guys grow earlier, earlier than you, you can't compete. You're just going to get smoked. Yeah. Yeah. They're already like six feet tall. And yeah, that's definitely a tough, like, um, like the age group from like 12 to 15, 16. I remember, one year at grands i think i was 13 and i came across the finish line and the kid who won he like took his jersey off because it was uh in louisville it's so hot and he had a bunch of hair under his armpit and i was like (laughs) what the heck (laughs) (laughs) i look under mine like i got like one single black hair and i'm like what what's going on oh i know and like it's funny because the kid in fifth at nationals when he's 13, 14 might be a really good rider, but just doesn't have the horsepower. Yeah. And a lot of times yeah. the guy who's winning might have a ton of horsepower, but he's not actually that good. Yeah. yeah I didn't yep. grow until I was 20. So <laughs> <laughs> really late. Yeah. I, feel like. <laughs> yeah. I feel the same. It makes such a difference. Like all, you always hear parents at the track asking like, Oh, what do I need to get my kid to do? Like he's just getting beat. The other kids are bigger, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you just got to stay in it, just stay in it, work on those skills. And then you can develop the power once you start to grow a little bit and yeah. whatnot. Yep. When did you uh when did you turn pro? I turned pro when I was turned A pro when I was nineteen. I was wanting to get Nag one and the nineteen twenty seven and stuff like that and then I got Nag two behind Rusty and then yeah, I turned pro after that. Rusty A pro. Rusty was what so a horse. Fast. Rusty what a was horse. so fast. I know. It's crazy. He was. He, I guess, man, he was super fast. He could even compete with some elites when he was really fast. Yeah. Yeah. I stayed with him for a while um, when I first turned A pro. And I remember going out to Chula. I'd get on like the B main gate, get snapped, <laughs> quit. And then I'm watching Rusty like, I'm watching Rusty like going to the first turn with Sam. And I'm just like, damn. Like, he was a horse. He was so fast. He could there. sprint. Yeah. yeah. He was good at like, I was going to say, because. He used to stay at Nick's house, and you did too. And you guys used to do the Hillbilly Training Center there all the time. I feel like, right? Yeah, yeah. I stayed. Yeah, I was out there at Nick's house when I was staying with Rusty. We would go out there, and then I went back to Nick's in 2016. Okay. How oh, did you live with awesome. you lived okay. with Rusty? You said. Um. Well, I didn't live with him, but I stayed with him for okay 
Probably five or six months. Uh, and then you, how long did you stay with Nick for? Uh, I only stayed with Nick for, I think, a month or two. That's all you could take, hey? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> I had a blast, but I was working, uh, I worked, uh, um, part-time, I like a machine shop and I don't know, like I kind of just wasn't sure what I was going to do. Like, I mean, I wanted to race, but then at the same time, like, I don't know. I just yeah. was doing both and like, that's what I I was going to, I guess I'll go off on this topic, but it's like with the yeah, A course, pro thing, like I was a pro and I'm like, well, I'm pro. Like, I don't know. I just think it's way better to go from junior straight into the elite, kind of like uh Cam Wood did and what everyone else does around the world besides Americans. Why do you think it's better? Um, I feel like you can kind of get stuck in a pro. Mm-hmm. And then just also the name like a pro, you kind of feel like not that you've made it, but at the same time, it's like you feel a little special almost. I don't know. Yeah. And and like I raced a pro until I was um, 21, I think. So I raced it. I raced my first year a pro. <laughs> And that was when, if you made 4,000 bucks, you had to uh, turn elite. And I was just about to get there. My plan was to race the rock, hopefully win, and then for grands, race elite. But I got hurt right before grands, so I didn't get to race. And that put me back in A pro for the following season and then ended up doing a whole nother season in A pro. But I think it's just better to get an elite while you're young and kind of figure it out and, you know, kind of just get thrown in with the wolves and yeah, just try to make it work. I kind of, yeah, I'm, I think I agree with that too. Yeah. Like I know for myself personally, um, like <clears throat> talking about that, like I was always a smaller guy. So when I finally turned or started racing a pro, I think I technically would have been my first year elite, but I was nowhere near that. And I did one year of a pro and then basically I kind of realized I was like, I feel like I just need to throw yourself into the wolves, get some time and get some experience in the elite class. Because like, once you do move up, like you're not going to be whole shotting most of the time. You're not going to be winning those races. So you need to get the experience just being in with them, being battling with those guys, how fast they are around the track and out of the start and whatever. Yeah. And like, if you just throw yourself into there, I feel like you just, sometimes you just learn quicker that way. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's yeah. what I did. I raced junior and yeah. I raced just a couple A pro with racing junior or whatever. And I just yeah. raced elite and just went for it. Yeah. Kind of, it just, yeah. Um, and- you're just younger, and I feel like I raced elite at Nashville one year when I was nineteen twenty-seven, and um, it's a tough one to I start. Did, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like I almost made it out of motos though, and I remember like I was I beat some fast guys, but like when I got on the gate, it was like okay, like I don't got anything to lose here, like, yeah. and it felt sweet lining up with people I looked up to, so like. When you're young and you just move up into elite, I feel like you don't expect a whole lot. So, and you're just young, so like it's almost easier just to go out there and pull off a hot lap and beat a bunch of fast dudes, and then your confidence is through the roof, and you can just kind of keep on that roll. Really, you kind of just ride carefree. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I kind of think you look at Riley House and national champs. Like he 
he's he's a pro right now so him turning up to race elite national champs he has nothing on the line really he's just there to see how he does and he was on fire really like he had Boy, really fast yeah. first rates and i think that shows like carefree like he could let it he could rip one off yeah, like you go to, yeah. you go to a lead and then you make the semi cool you make the main cool everything's just gravy yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, yeah that's actually a really good point though yeah because I feel like a pro has always been the stepping stone. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like sometimes some people get caught in there too long. And it's hard. Like you said, you know, most people, especially because we're not in a big money sport or anything. A lot of times guys are racing a pro and they're 19, 20, 21, 22 or whatever. And they're kind of at a crossroads. Like, do I go all in and pursue it and try and make it in the lead? Or do I go to college or work? And it's kind of a weird place in life that you need to decide at. Yeah. And that's kind of where I was. And I, I feel like I kind of wasted, you know, two years in A-Pro a little bit. I feel like, which, I mean, I haven't won an elite race yet or even made a World Cup final. I've been super close, but I feel like I could have accomplished that a little earlier than if I would have just went, like, straight to elite and Mm -hmm. not really messed around with A-Pro. Yeah, that's fair. When did you, if like, just... Once you kind of did the A pro thing and you kind of said like you weren't really sure what you wanted to do because your work and whatnot, when did you finally kind of make the decision to just take BMX a little more seriously or go a little more full-time BMX? Um, so even when I was elite, I was still working part-time. And my job was super cool. Like they let me pretty much do whatever I wanted. So if I needed to take off and I wasn't working I was working maybe 30 to 40 hours a week. And then um, I always kind of like between my job and racing a pro, I was just saving as much money as I could. And like every week at work, I had a hundred dollars that went into a savings account and then I would go to a race and a pro and I usually get top four both days, sometimes win. So I'd take like one day of racing, put that into my savings account too. And like I had a good savings like built up. And then uh, when was it? 2000, the end of 2016. Um, well, 2016, I stayed with Nick. So I kind of got a taste of like just training and riding full time. And then when I went home from his house, Will Grant messaged me. He's like, yo. I got a room open at my house, rents this much, which was pretty cheap. And I was like, hmm. I was like, I'll think about it and let you know. And then I kind of just worked. And when I was at work, I was just thinking about that. Like, man, this <laughs> this, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? And then must have been hard. Him, I, yeah, yeah, it was. And yeah, I just kept thinking about it. And then. I think after he messaged me, I probably only worked like two or three more weeks, and then I was like, "Screw it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move." I like it. Do it all in, baby. I like it. Yeah, because I just felt like to be for me to be good at Supercross, like I needed to ride it as much as possible. I feel like the Supercross hill is it's not really well. It's kind of like a technique. I mean, like. It really or is, like yeah. A jump, like the more you hit that jump, or the more you go down that hill, the better you are at it. So I think there's a lot of technique to Supercross Hill when it comes to gate form and getting over the kink and stuff. Like ABA, you just get your gate and max your cranks. But Supercross, yep. even if you're lacking a bit of 
pull that weekend or whatever, you can compensate, I think, for good technique on the hill. Yeah, yeah, good for point, sure. actually. Yeah, because yeah, totally. if you watch someone who's fast, for instance, or hasn't yeah. been the hill in a while or whatever, they their hill technique's a bit weird. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. doing the hill like they're doing a regular USA BMX hill, and it, it's not really the same and thing. It doesn't always work the same. No, yeah. it doesn't, yeah. That's true. And it's like when if you're just racing normal tracks and then you haven't rode supercross in a while and then you go up there Walk you're the behind hill. the gate the hill feels you, big, got eh? eight, <laughs> you got eight guys next to you you're kind of like oh shit. Like, <laughs> I know. this is kind of scary even even when you haven't been on even when like all of us are so used to supercross now even when you haven't been on it for a few months you've just raced like ABA stuff or the grands or whatever you get back on the hill you're like man this thing's big it's all right <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah it feels huge all right, so I just had a funny memory here that I thought of when we were talking about like you racing a pro, Jeremy. Uh, my one, I think my one and only a pro podium or whatnot, or my first, I don't know, was uh, in Nashville, and you won that race actually. I think. Yeah, I won. Will actually got second, and you got third. I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. I just remember that. That's yeah. pretty funny. Me and me and Will have known each other since we were kids. We grew up racing together. I think we raced each other the first yeah. time when we were like fourteen, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hear, dude. He he loves telling stories. He's always telling me about you, Corbin, Connor, and oh, you guys cool. had a crazy class. Oh, yeah, we really did. We yeah. really did. And Will, speaking of kids that matured early, Will was always like super jacked kid at fourteen. <laughs> yeah. Like I was probably just a normal kid at fourteen, <laughs> and Will had the had the body of like a twenty three year old bodybuilder when he was fourteen. Yeah, Will had a pretty crazy life uh yeah you could honestly have him He'd on be here a good tell po- you. yeah will yeah. Would be a good podcast we should do will put him on the list but will grant people he, for those people that don't know who we're talking about he, he would tell me he's like yeah i just used to sit in my room all day i went through puberty when i was 12 and i would just sit in my room and do push-ups and <laughs> everyone, thought my, everyone thought my dad was giving me steroids <laughs> that's hilarious i just got more jacked by the second <laughs> yeah um, so when did you say you moved to Florida? I moved um, after Louisville, so it was like September 2016. Now, so you've been there for like four years now. Yeah, we're coming up on four years. So do you, what do you think's been, you know, a big factor to you kind of taking to the next level? Is anything specific or just years of hard work, moving to Florida, all the above? Um, yeah, I can't really put just say one thing that's helped me the most i think it's just working on everything definitely moving to florida and definitely uh starting to train with domingos and having a bmx specific coach yeah i think that's that's probably been the number one thing honestly yeah it's hard when you're when you're doing your own thing too it's especially when you're a bit younger it's hard because you don't really know like what training to do sometimes. And then like one day you're like, I'm tired, but should I do sprints? Should I rest? I don't know. Yeah. I'm told I should take it easy, but yeah, should I rest now? It's hard. It's like, people yeah. say rest when you're tired, but should I do sprints anyway? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah, hard so, to have an outside opinion. Yeah. My, my older brother, like I got a, I owe everything to him, honestly, like just from when I was younger until I started training with Domingos, like he always kind of, guided me with what I should do and he always helped me out with training but at the same time like when I was going out to Chula I would see Sam doing this or Willers doing that and I'd tell him like oh I think I should do this so like he would 
like he respected my opinion just as much as I respected his. And like we worked really good with each other, but instead of like me just building, building, building and like kind of doing the same stuff and just building a big squat and deadlift and all that, like I was kind of all over the place. And that's kind of how my racing was too. Like I feel like I had some races where I was like going really fast and then I had other races where I was slow and like, yeah. So when I started training with Domingos, it's, that's what I think really helped me the most. It's a lot of the same stuff, but we're just building and building and building. That's you, good. Why'd you start working with Domingos? <laughs> um, well, uh, Domingos was, or hold on. I'm getting my words mixed up. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not the best talker. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Will was the first kid Domingos ever trained. And he was always telling me like, yo, when I was training with Domingos, I had the best first straight ever, blah, blah, blah. And when I first moved to Florida, we have a pretty good state series here. And I think when I first moved here, I got the better half of Sosa. And then the next year, he was just smoking me. Like, I couldn't keep up with him at all. I maybe beat him once, but, yeah, he was just smoking me. And then it was 2000 and towards the end of 2018, and I wanted to go to the Worlds in Baku, and I didn't get picked. And I was pretty down. Like, 2018 was a tough year for me. I was just kind of down on myself. And I came home from Zolder, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to get a trainer <laughs> and I flew into Orlando and that's where, uh, Domingos lives and Will picked me up and we went straight to Domingos house and we talked and we were like, let's do this. And I'm super thankful. Like him and Sosa were down with it. Cause you know, we are competitors, but yeah, I think it's been super awesome for sure. Yeah, it clearly helped Super. you both, to be honest, I think, yeah. Yeah, you guys got a good crew, and I think just having that, like, good competitors that you work together and make each other both faster, because Suze is a really cool guy also, that helps so much having training partners like that. Yeah, it's all, like, when me and Suze train together, whether it's in the gym or sprints, yeah, it's, we always push each other, and it's it's awesome, for sure. It's cool, yeah. too, because you push each other like that, and you get to the race, and it's just more of the same. Yeah. Like I always yep. felt like that whenever I was in Chula and if we'd all do gates with Nick and Tyler and everyone on the Tuesday nights, I'd go to the races and I'd feel so ready. Yeah. And other times when I was just here, we kind of doing our own thing, whatever, not around, you know, other competitors, whatever I go to race and practice. was almost like a shock every time. It kind of feels foreign. Yeah. Right? I yeah. know it's yeah. weird. It's so important to have fast training partners. I think that's a big reason why yeah. like the Dutch team and the French team, I mean, obviously they have good riders, but when you have those, that many, caliber guys that are in world cup finals all the time and you're with each other every day how could you not get that fast exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah and that's what i think like i think team usa is kind of missing that a little bit it's all over the place <laughs> yeah yeah like we kind of really i don't want to say work against each other but we're so used to like yeah battling each other and you know connor has his trainer corbin has his trainer we all have different trainers yeah. and we don't really ride together that much. So that's why I'm definitely super thankful for Domingos and Sosa. Cause 
that's definitely, yeah. Like I said, that's been my number one thing for sure. It's helped me the most. It kind of seems like it's almost hard for you guys in the U.S. because because the U.S. is so big and everyone's so far apart. Like, it's not like somewhere like the Netherlands where you guys can all just train yeah. together, like the top guys. Centralized. Are, yeah, you guys have to yeah. have your groups in your areas. So, like, Connor has, let's say, his group, people that go to Vegas, or he has Australian people. I mean, there's the crew that lives in Phoenix. There's people that live in California. It's like all those separate groups kind of train together. And then you guys all basically meet for the races and go to war. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. you guys can't really just yeah. have, like, your group sessions, really. You can't, like... I mean, you guys maybe have camps every once in a while, but you're never really working together. No, like you'd think like if you guys yeah, had a, yeah. a really good head coach with a centralized program of just you, Connor, Corbin, Nick, Jared, Bacardo all brought in together and Cam Wood and those guys now, fuck, that'd be good. Yeah. 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 It could definitely work. It wouldn't be easy, but I, yeah, I don't see why we don't have, you know, week camps or two week camps like here and there throughout the year where, we all have to do gates and first rates on this day or yeah. stuff like that. It seems like but, in the U.S. is more individualistic where the approach yeah. is. It, it yeah. is tough if you're paying another coach, though, and then you're told, like, okay, come here for a week and do what we say. Yeah. You kind of be like, well, I've been working towards this with my coach. Why do you want to make, make me do one that? One dude's in a strength phase. One dude's doing something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, I could see that yeah. be frustrating. But I feel like yeah, the, you guys, like, the U.S. used to do that, though. They I used know. to have training camps and, like, yeah, preseason camps or whatnot. Because people used to live at the training center too, so I think more people rode together all the time. That place just kind of shit, I guess. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was like the only place with the supercross track, so they had to go there pretty much. Yeah, yeah now they're everywhere, so you don't even have to. That's too expensive yeah. to go to Chula anyway. And then so. you got Corbin and Connor. I don't think even think really care about riding supercross. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's interesting though. Hey, I know it's kind of weird. Yeah, because like even in Canada, we always ride the same place. True. Yeah. But like yeah. we only have riders here on the West Coast. Kind of. We have West Coast and Ontario. It's like, yeah, we're the only place you can really ride. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ride all year true. round, I should say. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, we kind of make it work, though. I mean, it could be better, but <laughs> yeah. What do you think we're, about we're making it work? What do you think about the um, U.S. kids coming up? Because it seems like a lot of countries now um, have really good programs for kids coming up. And in the U.S., it's kind of, Seems like it's always just kind of relied on numbers, you know, and and the series to race and everything. What do you think about the talent coming up? Um, well, besides um, like Riley House and Cam Wood and Spencer Cole, I mean, there's there's a few other junior guys, but past those guys, I'm not really sure what's going on down there. Yeah. So like, um, it's really hard for me to say that i think like when i was 13 and 14 we had the junior devo camps which i think they're still doing that so um it's i don't hard. even it's, really know, you know yeah. it seems like the girl the junior girls are the ones that have the strongest up and coming right now for the u.s yeah and because the u.s used to dominate the amateur ranks of the world and they don't really anymore no yeah that's yeah you just you look at Europe and all the kids and all the development groups and like coaches they have like coaching those kids over there now they're doing all that on bigger better tracks I would say so the tracks I think the yeah. tracks is a big thing it's only going to help those guys improve and make it harder on the U.S. kids yeah the tracks in North America in general aren't nearly as good yeah. no I mean I think Sarasota is the most technical track in the USA really besides maybe the is that a the Rio replica at Chula yeah and yeah. It's not even really technical. It's just 
big and it's just gnarly. <laughs> it is just big. It's all it is. Just yeah. pedal as fast as you can and you'll be fine. Have you done the whole yeah. track there? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's scary. Like literally it's... the only track I can possibly think of where you're sprinting as hard as you can out of the first corner. Straight up. <laughs> like you're going scary fast. Yeah. yeah. You're like, holy shit, I'm sprinting as fast as I can. You're absolutely up. tapped and then you don't even push through the jump. You, it's gnarly. It's <laughs> yeah. literally the most simple thing because you just go as fast as you can yeah. and send it. Yeah, they have the speed yep. or you don't. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine in a race? That'd oh, be like, terrifying. Being huh? like fourth, fifth. I'd be playing single oh. file. Just make sure, check who's ahead of me. No Russian. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance you could race that. Oh, I was thinking, I'd, are you guys having yeah. an Olympic trials? No, we're not. Okay, yeah. I was just wondering that yeah. before the show. Yeah. I wish, but. Yeah. So let's talk about that. Like, what is the, well, obviously I want to know, like, wanted to ask, like, what your plans are moving forward, what your goals are now. Um with the Olympics and going on, like, are you going for Olympic spot? And if so, like, how does that work for you guys? So for us to make the Olympics, it's pretty much all based off the world cups Mm -hmm. and it's pretty much, I might get these numbers a little wrong, but I think if you win a world cup, it's five points. If you get second, it's four. Third is three. And then fourth through eighth is one point. And then nothing else? Nothing else. And and whoever has the most points is gone. (laughs) Time to perform, baby. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Jeez, that's cutthroat. Yeah, pretty much. So I I would love to make the Olympics. It's going to be pretty freaking hard like i gotta go to manchester Papandall, and rock hill then the worlds and like i gotta do better than i ever have and you can though dude I'll, like you're riding better yeah. than you ever have yeah yeah so like it's definitely not impossible that's for sure it's gonna be hard and like i believe in myself so i'm gonna go for it but yeah that's pretty much how it's going down so right now it's uh Corbin and Connor, and then Jared would be the alternate. Honestly, though, no matter what the country criteria is, every country, it's pretty simple. You just got to go to the World Cups and perform. Those are the ones you have to perform at. It's pretty simple, no matter what the criteria is. Yeah. Yeah. You guys there? Yeah, we're here. Yeah, I just heard a weird noise and couldn't hear anything. Yeah, the weird noise (laughs) is probably me talking. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Besides the Olympics and that, what are your what are your goals in the next few years in BMX, or what do you like? What do you really want to accomplish right now, and maybe the next few years in your career? Um, so obviously the Olympics this year would be cool, and then <laughs> I honestly think I could go for twenty twenty four. I would be like twenty nine thirty ish, which I still got to remind myself sometimes that. I'm 25 and not 18. Yeah, but we're late bloomers. It's okay. We're late bloomers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's for real. Like, I remember when you said, I don't feel 25. I, I'm a late bloomer. I was like, yeah, that's that's me for sure. <laughs> so, like, and I my body feels good. So, obviously, uh, 2024 is kind of not out of the picture for me. But I think after this year, I'm kind of debating on, whether I want to, like, I'm still obviously going to train hard and just kind of, I kind of want to stay home a little more and just do, like, the World Cups I want to, do the Nationals I want to, and kind of just do a bunch of clinics and give back as much as I can and 
do some camps and travel around Florida and yeah, just do a bunch of clinics and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah. think it's a good idea, especially yeah. like the year after the Olympics, just to like take it seriously, but have fun and kind of do what you want. I think that's a really good idea because yeah. the years, especially if you're going to go for another one, the two years leading in are so stressful and exhausting and there's so much travel. It's good to save, yeah. some, save some gas for a long-term career. And there's no reason why you couldn't. I mean, look at Graf now. He's 30 this year and he's at the peak of his game. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. people like Graf and Nick and Upshaw, like that makes me feel good about myself because I feel like I'm getting old, but then at the same time, like they're five years older than me, plus you know five or more older than me, and they're still out there killing it. So yeah, even yeah. even someone like Liam, I think he retired and he was 28, and it wasn't because he wasn't fast; he was just injured. But he could have easily yeah. kept going another mm-hmm. couple of years too. Yeah, yeah. I think just knowing too, like understanding, like you can take a year or take a couple of years to take a break and get away from it a little bit, but also keep training and obviously go to the races you want to. I think that helps a lot too. Cause I know for me and personal experience, like sometimes we get caught into like trying to have to, we have to go to all these races or we feel like we need to go to all these races and it just gets tiring. But if you just yeah, take a break, sure. like you can let it last longer. Yeah. And like, yep. lo- looking back, I, I should have taken some more time off after, after Rio for a long-term career. Cause it's, it's exhausting. So I think we, if you can take some time off, like throughout the years and stuff, I think it helps with longevity. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, what's I, you got? I was curious, like, so going to the World Cups for you, um, or going to the the, the USABM, I guess not the USABMX race, but World Cup specifically. How does it work with Team USA? Because I, uh, you go with the team, or do you go on your on your own? Um, I usually sometimes I go with the team. Jace, like sometimes Jace I like, get... good question. <laughs> good question. <I> know. Yeah. <laughs> like, um. So this year is the first time where Jamie staff sent me up and was like, Hey, don't make any plans. I'm going to help you out right and on. all that. And, but usually like I'll message him and ask for help. And sometimes he's like, yeah, I can help you with this and that. Or sometimes it's a no, just like depending on what's going on and how many riders are going. But yeah, usually I just go with either Domingos or, my Japanese homies and and then like I said like Jamie might help out with the entry fees or something like that so I make it all work that's cool does the uh we'll plug him right plug it right now the YouTube videos does that help at all I was gonna ask yeah oh yeah like the YouTube um what's your YouTube channel so people can follow you give it a plug my YouTube's uh Jeremy Smith BMX so easy yeah easy yeah check it out people Yep. Um, the YouTube is definitely helping, like just with the uh, sponsors and stuff like that. I I have just started earning a little bit of money, but it's honestly, I've heard it's they like pay pennies. worse. They pay worse than USA BMX. That's saying something. Because you get you, you get paid per view after a, after like a, a certain amount, like a hundred thousand or something. Is that how it works? So, like, I mean. There's a lot of different factors on how much you get paid. So, like, if someone – so I got to add on the front of my video. So if someone skips it right away or if someone watches it all the way through, I'll earn more if they watch it all the way through. I'll earn more if they click on it and stuff like that. So there's a lot that goes into it. And Will honestly knows a lot more about that than me. But 
So people, yeah, make so. sure you watch the full ads on Jason. Watch, videos. watch yeah. all watch. the ads. Just click on it and delete yeah. it right away. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, man, you do. I've watched some of them. They look, you do a really good job. Thank you. Yeah. Do you like? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it, it gives me something to do when I'm in between training sessions and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I'm getting a lot of positive feedback on it. So it's it's awesome. And yeah, I'm into it. I'm into the videos. And I could see, like, if I were to quit racing, which, like, I mean, I'm talking, like, when I'm old, old, <laughs> <laughs> I could maybe see, like, videoing be something I'm into or stuff like that. So. I've actually learned so much. It's it's cool. You kind of just learn as you do it, I yeah. bet. Yeah, yeah, for it, sure. It actually takes quite a bit of work to edit those properly. Make them yeah, good. It yeah, does. yeah, like it. Yeah. It's not just like a quick mash it together. It takes a bit of work and planning. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. We had a question too. So we were talking about the course of race where you've got. It seems like you've got like a lot of the Florida people on board with that. You don't you don't own the company or, or like have anything in that, right? You're just a rider for them. Yeah, I just well. I just ride for him right now, but the owner lives like 20 minutes from me. And then Will actually is part owner of it now too. So is he? Yeah. And I think maybe after this year or next year, I'll probably be part owner. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. So like, I mean, I treat it like I am part, like I'm part owner of the company Mm. and we're always trying to, just better the course of stuff and just build that, build that brand up as much as we can right now. Yeah. Cause I was kind of wondering, cause I, I don't know if I had heard you did, or I just thought that myself that you might have a little stake in it or something. Uh, not officially, but yeah, I pretty much do. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. You got anything else for Jay smooth before we go into the quick shots? No, we have a bunch of questions for you. Jay yeah. Smooth. We got a lot of questions. So, uh, um, yeah. Have you heard of the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you heard of the quick shot question segment? Yeah, I have. Right I'm on. a fan. I'm a fan of the show. Awesome. awesome. That's what I'm talking about. All right, He's Terry. a friend of the show. Friend of the show, baby. There we go. Yep. All right, James, go for it. Uh, for, we'll start easy from Peyton Miller, BMX. Uh, favorite track? It's not easy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rock Hill. Just because I'm good there. <laughs> yeah, we were in the same eighth of the worlds there in Rock Hill. Yeah. yeah you're in two. Yeah, fuck, you came out hot. <laughs> I, like the, I like the hill there because, like, I ride right foot forward, start right foot forward, so yeah. that hill yeah, that lines up perfect for me. me too. Uh, the hill, hill's not standard. I don't know why we're allowed to race there. It's not up to code. It's good. It, was, it was good for me, too, because I, I go left, left. You got to stop that yeah. right now. <laughs> James, what's your favorite track? Uh, you probably said this on other shows, but what's your favorite track? Favorite track to race was always Papendal, like just yeah, to actually yeah. race. Oh, no, yeah, yeah I, I was about to say Papendal too. I like yeah. the Chula London track the best. Yeah, that was a good one too. Yeah, to really ride, good. it's always different. It's like, like I love riding the Beijing Chula one, but only if oh. I'm going, only if I'm going slow and flowing the second and third street. <laughs> That's yeah. the only time. Yeah, but okay. yeah. yeah. Um, from Torque two seven two. How did you get the nickname J Smooth? Uh. I didn't ask for it, that's for sure. Uh, Will came up with that, and it wasn't even because I'm smooth on the track. It was just <laughs> when I first moved in, like, I'm pretty organized and clean, and me and Will are opposites. He's pretty, I mean, he's not wild anymore, but he's pretty messy and dirty, and, like, 
he's like, I'm going to start calling you Jay Smooth because, like, we're doing the same stuff, but your day is going so much smoother than mine is. <laughs> and I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I like that nickname. It's That's good. good. Yeah. All right. Next one from Tyler underscore Clumper. What was the sign you threw at the camera before the semi in Shepperton? Uh, that was my mom, dad, and brother's initials. Cause oh, I, like I it. thought I was going to, I thought I was going to get in that main and I was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to get in this main for you guys. And then, yeah, uh, I, I didn't make the main. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Though. That's cool though. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, from Andre LaCroix, how many rounds of breathing in the morning on race days? Sometimes zero, sometimes three. What does he mean by rounds of breathing? Um, that's a whole nother topic, but are you a meditator? Do you meditate? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, into nice. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, it's kind of, yeah, it's really good. It's kind of like a breathing meditation technique that uh, I do, and I think it helps a lot. Yeah, I do that too. It's really good. I think it's often overlooked by a lot of BMXers and athletes. It's really important, yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, from Next one, from you one Masuda. Who's your favorite Jap? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't pick. I can't <laughs> pick one Jap. But... I am going to say Kohei Yoshi, he's the OG Jap. He was the first one <laughs> to come stay in Florida. So I got a little extra love for Kohei. <laughs> Man, he can ride. He's good. Too. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nick Long, 64. What night was better when you lived with Nick? Rick's Vodka Monday or Big Germ's Club Kickout for wearing a soccer jersey? <laughs> <sighs> I was going to say... Uh, rick's vodka monday but because i didn't really remember the club kick out to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but i'm gonna go with the club kick out because the vodka monday was uh pretty fucking wild <laughs> vodka monday was vodka monday <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i feel like you guys had some savage times at his house yeah so. <laughs> that's the after dark show guys. <laughs> that's for after dark yeah that was after dark show. yeah all right uh from gunner bmx usa tracks or euro tracks Euro tracks. Oh, easy. easy, easy. I don't think <laughs> I would judge someone if they said USA tracks over Euro tracks. Yeah. <laughs> um, where are we at here? Oh, from ASU is a three eighty. What is your favorite thing to do when you're not riding your bike? Um, cuddle with my puppy. Oh yeah, you got it. Is that a new puppy? I've seen it. Nah, story. he's old. Nah, uh, I would definitely say edit videos. I like yeah. doing that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, from Matia Furland 74, how's living with the will grant.com? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's, it's really good. Um, Will's actually helped me so much just with, I mean, so many things. And like I said, we're kind of opposites. So where I lack, he's kind of picks up in that area and vice versa. So it's good. It's been a good three years, three and a half years. What's the worst thing about it? We're saying, um, well, I don't know if I'm a clean freak, but I like I like my stuff organized, like I said, and he kind of leaves a trail around. Oh, that would that would get annoying. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's gotten better though. I'll admit it, he's gotten better. That's from from Tat. How long does it take to edit each video? Um, each one's really a lot different because if it's like a GoPro video, you just kind of put them in there and that's about it but if i do a lot of editing i would say probably like 
an hour a minute almost. Oh, uh, well. Yeah, well. Speaking of Tots, I had no idea that he was about to have a kid. No and idea. And his girlfriend were pregnant. No, I had no idea. He, yeah, he didn't tell anybody. No, I had no idea. All of a sudden, we just <laughs> he, see Daddy Tots on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. He told me when I got to Australia, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. When's she do? And he's like, two weeks. And I'm like, <laughs> what? So I'm like. <laughs> that's insane. This isn't new. Okay. <laughs> uh, next one. Chad Romans. Best thing about training with Domingos? Um. Best thing, um, I think it's just he makes you work hard, and I think he's an awesome coach. Um, from Leanna Connors, two eighty two. How do you remain motivated and determined? Um, I think I haven't reached my full potential, and um, just making progress little by little is just it feels good, and honestly. The better I do, the more I want to train and the more I want to race. So just, um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's fair. It's addicting. It is, yeah. Yeah. You get those small goals, it's addicting, yeah. Uh, from Max Ganikovsky, what BMX pro did you look up to when you were growing up? Um, well, I looked up to my older brother for sure, and then I got to ride a lot with Upshaw, but – Outside of my hometown, I liked Stumpy and Mike Day. Yeah, Stumpy was a Two horse. Ones, yeah. Um, Where were we at? From J Fly Flash, what are your plans after the Olympics? Oh, I guess you told them already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll go ahead, James. You like this one? That's one of my favorite <laughs> ones to ask. All right. Would you rather do a race with three chainring bolts or three stem bolts? So you mean? So you got to do a supercross lap with a race. When you get to the top of the hill, you look down. And you either see you have three chainring bolts, or you got three stem bolts holding your bars on. Which would you rather do? The three to four on either. Yeah. It's my favorite. Chainring bolts. What, chain? dude? You want? Why do people say chainring bolts? You ease it out <laughs> of the start, and then you just you cruise the lap, but you make moves around. Jason's okay, got go. so much power. He snaps. He's gonna shear the whole thing off. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm still building that power, so I think I'm safe for, <laughs> for right now. <laughs> if you could be pro in any other sport or do a dream profession, what would it be besides BMX? Uh, motocross for sure. Oh, that's Hell yeah, a, brother. Such a good one, yeah. Did you watch Daytona? Yep. Dude, how good was Tomac? That was... I saw him in, what was he, like six the first lap, and Roxon was out front. I'm like, there's no way. I know, and even 10 minutes and to then, go, he was way behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I'm just like, oh. He's gonna catch him. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then the track looks so hard to pass on too. I can't. I actually can't believe he got through those guys straight up. Yeah. yeah. When the track's rough, he just he does even better. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Next question here. Uh. What would your dream track look like? Dream track. Three jumps. Three jumps on the first straight. Amen. Um. <laughs> Definitely more than a setup jump and two jumps on the second straight. Amen. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> a third straight, a third and last straight, like uh, Paris. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. yeah. That'd be yeah, nice. That'd be cool. Yeah. Most tracks don't really have a real last straight. Yeah. Um, Chipotle or in and out Chipotle. Mm. <laughs> I, got a, I got a cheat code for Chipotle. 
A what? A cheat code? What do you mean a cheat a code? A cheat code, yeah. What do you mean a cheat code? So so when I go, I always get extra rice because yeah. we're athletes, so yeah. we need the carbs. And then you can get taco shells or a burrito shell on the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So once they put – and I ask for both both rice, brown and white. Yeah. So usually by the time they put the rice in, my bowl is filled up. You can yeah. You can actually get <laughs> double then, everything besides guac and steak or meat. I mean, yeah, or meat. yeah, meat. Yeah. So then I get you know both beans, all that stuff, and I get a burrito or a taco on the side, and I'll use half of the bowl to make a burrito, which is like a normal size burrito they would make you, and then I still got half a bowl left. That's I smart. can take home, yeah. or if I'm hungry, I'll eat it too. Yeah, and you got two meals for the price of one. Two Bitchin. meals for the price of one. Yeah. Yep. That's a BMXer, uh, the broke BMXer meal right there. (laughs) Eating on a budget, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, classic. All right, next one. Would you rather do a full lap uh, on a Supercross track with your long seat post in or do the Chula Rio completely naked, only wearing a helmet and clip shoes? I love this question. This is fantastic. (laughs) I'm glad. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You got, uh, yeah. Go ahead. I don't even know. I, think, I, I, think, I mean, I definitely would have to ride naked because yeah. if you ride with a long seat yeah. post, then you're going down. I think you got to go naked and just hope. And just don't. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm saying that if That's you do this, question. do not try to suck a jump up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going 80% like just flowing. Yeah. You make sure there's no kind of lean back. Can you imagine Chula Rio though? How yeah. fast you'd be fucking. You, you don't go 80%. Straight. You no, can't. But, <laughs> no, but Chula Rio, you have to go full speed. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. That'd be nuts. Um, would you rather win an Olympic gold or three world championships? Mm, that's tough. I guess a gold medal, Olympic gold. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like either option there, I feel like is good. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah. go. I think you got to go Olympic gold too. Yeah. 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 You, you can win three Olympic or three world championships and still no one's going to know who you are. And, you can win an Olympic gold in BMX, and people still probably don't know who you are, but you got an Olympic gold. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. People outside of the sport may know, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, last one, then, same kind of question. Olympic bronze or world champ? Ah, man. It's a good one, too. Bronze. I, yeah. think, I think I would take a world champ. Really? Yeah, I think so. I th- like I said, it's just, one of those ones where both are good options, but it's like world, it's tough. Yeah. World champ is like world champ's a big deal. World champ is like world you're champ. You're top of the. It you're is. top of the. That's yeah. the hardest race to win in our sport. Straight up, yeah, yeah. Huh. You can't go wrong with either. <laughs> if I was, <laughs> these questions always get me thinking. <laughs> but like even looking back at my career, I would actually would have rather won a world cup than Olympic bronze just to have been on top of a, pod- a podium like that. That's fair. Yeah, yeah fair just point. To, you know, just to. Just to actually have won a World Cup or World Championships. Say huge. that one was yours. Yeah. You won that one. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Um, well, sweet, bro. That's all we got for you. But thanks a lot for coming on, cool. man. It was really cool to chat to you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. man. I'm We're, a I'm a big J-Smooth fan, so I'm really I'm really excited to watch you uh, to race. I'm sure you'll be in a World Cup main soon. Thank you. I'm, I'm hoping so. And I expect uh, comments on all my Instagram posts now, okay? <laughs> you guys got to comment. You got to like. You got to hit that subscribe button. Hit Absolutely. the little bell. The works. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming on, buddy. Take Appreciate it easy. It. Yeah, no problem. See you guys. See you later. Thanks, Jeremy.
Really cool to talk to Jay Smooth. Jay Smooth, everybody. That was yeah, great. Yeah, he yeah, was cool. He's cool. I, to be honest, I haven't, I never really talked to him much before. Like, we always saw each other races or whatever, but we never really chatted much. He's, I think he's a pretty shy dude, but um, yeah, he's a really cool guy. Yeah, I always felt like he was one of those riders that kind of flew under the radar a little bit. But always did well. He always was there doing well. And it's like, it still kind of feels like that way to me, but now people know more, like, they know him a little bit more. I agree. I think he's coming more into the spotlight. I mean, how could you not with the results he's had lately? He's probably one of the hottest uh, pros on the circuit in the U.S. right now. Yeah, totally. So I think he's going to keep getting more and more attention. Dude, he's going to make a World Cup main soon. It's just a matter of time, because like I said, he's been flying. I wouldn't be surprised if it's in Manchester. He's a good starter. Tighter indoor track. I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it there. Yeah, good point. He's a good yeah, racer. Right. I, I could see him making a World Cup final there. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. He's making a World Cup main in Manchester. I'm calling We're it. We're calling it right now. Jay Smooth's making one in Manchester. Right, if you listen to this back, buddy, you're making the main in Manchester. <laughs> God, we're just going to look like the biggest experts if this happens. <laughs> <laughs> bold predictions. Terry's bold predictions are starting Terry's now. Terry's bold predictions. Number one, Jay Smooth in the main. Yeah. <laughs> but no, honestly, like his starts have looked really consistent. I'd say this past few months, like this year, like even last year, yeah. um, he's got really clean for him. And I think in a place like Manchester, that's what you need. Yeah. You just need to come good up starter. clean, consistent, yeah. holding inside line. And yeah. Yeah. He's got a really good gate form. Yeah, he does. He's really clean gate I form. I think it is, yeah. yeah. I think if people are watching or wanting to look at people's gate form, he's got a good one to try and take stuff from. Yeah. It's simple, but really, like, for fucking for gates, all you need is something simple that works. Yeah, you don't need to make it complicated. You really, at the end of the day, it's you not, really don't. It's not complicated. Like I'm, I'm somebody who I do try to complicate. It, I think because I'm always like, oh, I bet you if I do this, I can get this faster. But you're right. You just need to get out, get out straight, and get on the gas. Yeah, I just, I like to watch the last couple of years. I've watched a lot of Evans Gates. They're very simple about it. right? Simple, but just it works so well. Move the body forward and get pedaling. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's no. fucking simple. No. Um, I was gonna say something else about Jay Smith. I can't remember. I don't know. Mr. Smooth. Yeah, he's making a main in Manchester. He's making a main in Manchester. He's making a main in Manchester. <laughs> I, I just made me think about, we were, so we're talking about gate form. First of all, Houston's gate, the Pro Gate Europe. Holy shit, that thing was fast. Is it a rocket? It was a freaking rocket. Like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. Are yeah, you shitting me? That's what that, I'm talking yeah, about. Um, like almost like I wasn't ready for it because we've been riding Abby. Abby's been a little slow actually lately. Oh, is it? Good. It's just been really good. Yeah, good. But I got to Houston. I was like, holy shit, like I need to get used to this. Anyways, we're practicing on like the Thursday, Friday, Wednesday. I'm not even sure what day it was. Um, Joris was there. He didn't race the weekend. I'm not sure why. Probably just training, getting ready still. Anyways, he fucking worked my ass to the kink, and I felt like the biggest novice. Oh, really? I went beside him, and like I wasn't feeling super comfortable on the gate. Like I said, I was, I was just inconsistent. Yeah. I got him beside me. Man, I was like a bike behind by the kink. Well, that's fun. Oh, my God. That's fun. I was rattled. Yeah, I had to put that out there. Talking sweet. about gate form. He's got... We didn't you know, race, eh? No, I'm not sure why. Joris, if you're listening to this, we, we were curious. Why didn't you race? Maybe he's not 100%. Doesn't want to rush it, probably. Yeah. He did race. He raced Phoenix, right? I'm sure maybe that was just his tester. Yeah. See how things are Fill going. things up. So. Um, well, sh- oh, how did, the rant's not that good. That's okay. The we, rant's not that good. You know, I need to put the rant in then. No, it's, I thought about it. I thought it was a good one. I was Even though I was driving... Mm-hmm. And then I wrote it down, and then now it's just like, well, it's just a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> We're just not going to say Our that. Our rant is not being able to come up with a good rant anymore. When the show first started, we had it every week. We had rants all the time. They were so good. And now we can't even think of a simple one. And now one my rant is I show. can't think of a goddamn rant. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. This is a big segment of our show. It was a real, like, hot ticket item. Yeah, I don't, I don't get what's going on. Yeah. It's bullshit. Um, yeah, we need to get on it. We need rants. Maybe uh, we're just becoming too positive people. <laughs> we need to get a bit more spiteful. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start throwing some controversy around a little uh, more. Start, the, yeah. Actually, oh, what I was going to say, I like what he's talking about. Uh, 
making the transition to elite and racing a pro and kind of feeling a bit stuck there. I think yeah. that happens to so many people, especially that transition in life. Like you're kind of working and racing a pro it's tough, but it's kind of cool to talk about because most people don't talk about it. Yeah. Really good point. Actually. You're right. Yeah. I like because that. It is like, yeah, people get stuck in it. Like you said, that's kind of a big thing. Like people get stuck in it. It's a, it should be a transition, get in it, get out of it. If you want to become elite rider, you got to get into elite. Yeah. And I like how he's kind of like, you just, just got to go for it and just feed yourself to the wolves. Straight it's up. true. I mean, that's what I did. And I just kind of figured it out. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. I know for a fact that I was too slow to be competing with the elites when I turned to like double A. You figure but it out. It, it was like, <laughs> I need to figure it out pretty quick or else I'm just going to be wasting my time. And that's what it's he not, did. Yeah. And it's weird. I think it, it might be different for some people. Some people benefit from a pro and then turning. Some people just go straight in, but yeah, it's good to have the option of both. Like look at Cam Wood. He's killing it. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah. You have two opposites or two similar riders with Riley House, Cam Wood. Yeah. Super fast riders, super fast starters. They're doing the opposite where Riley's doing A pro, Cam's doing right double A. But yeah. I think they're both on a really good path. Yeah. You look at Cam, he's hopping in there, he's getting results already. I think Riley, he knows he's got a long career ahead of him. He'll get, he'll do a year of A pro, have some fun, get some yeah. good wins, and then he'll move up too and yeah. probably have success as well. I agree. Yep. So, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. Good topic to talk about. Yep. Anything else for show uh, show 46? Uh, not a lot, you know. You guys got to just keep an eye out for the merch drop coming soon. Oh, and we got a big guest next week. It, Finally. Holy smoke. Oh, boy. Whereas you I need, people don't even know, don't even know the lengths we've gone to get this guy. It has been <laughs> over a year. <laughs> it's been over I didn't a even year. Think about it. it literally has been over a year. It's been over a year. We've tried to get this guy on the show. We tried many times, and now we're, we're getting him. We're finally getting this we're guy getting on. Him. You guys are going to be like, it's about damn time. Yeah. Guys, we've wanted him for over a year. We've tried. So don't blame it's us. Not, we haven't asked him until show 47 next week. We wanted to get him for a while, but he's he's difficult to get. So he, we got him. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. But we messaged him on Coffee Chatter's page specifically, and he's like, okay, these guys he, mean did business. Did he respond to the time? I should check. Okay. I think I have to give him a time. Did you give him a time yet? I haven't given him okay, a time. Okay, make sure you give him a time. We'll give him a time. Give him a time. All right. That's going to be a good show. This was a really good show too. Thanks, Jeremy Smooth, for coming on. Jay Smooth. Uh, thanks, Jay Smooth. J Jeremy Smith, excellent guest. Thanks to ProGate Europe. Thanks to Motorsheets.com. Thanks to you fans and friends listening. God, we're so well-oiled machine these days. Seriously, it's just like it's like we know what we're doing right here. So, all right. Thanks, everyone. Till next week. See you later. Yeah, well, what's this friggin' podcast all about? I don't get it, man. Coffee chatter? I hate that guy. <laughs>